Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Hey, Spitwads. Today's episode is going to be a classic episode from the archives as we are celebrating these holidays with our families. And I hope that you are doing the very same and having a most wonderful time while you do so. So enjoy these classic episodes this week and next. Away we go. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. I love, I feel like Mike went from just massive opposition to what was happening to like, I got to get in. I got to get in. And he saved us because ours were terrible. And then he's like, all right, let the music man in Clean up. Clean up. Clean up. They call the heavy hitters for the riff. What's funny is I was in my, in my head. <laughs> I was doing that, and then when you when I've you been doing ver- that for weeks, man. When you verbalized it, oh, I just let the cat out the bag. It's a it's a hot tune. It is. Mike laid down the track, and uh, we, we 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 ruined be- it. Uh, <laughs> no, man, I I missed out not having you guys in on the studio. There. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Welcome to the Spitballers Podcast, Andy, Mike, and Jason back again. Would you rather on the show today some life advice? Oh, dulcet tones mm. of expertise. Oh, I mean, real expertise. Mock draft on the show. I don't know what it is. I don't know what any of the questions are. I have Sweet. no knowledge of this episode at all, except that we're on Twitter at Spitballers Pod, and you can send in your questions for the show each and every week. We appreciate all your reviews over there on Apple Podcasts, the subscriptions. Oh, yeah. my gosh. How does that feel, by the way? I imagine when you click subscribe on Spitballers, that's got to feel good. I think it feels Pretty good, but I'll be honest. What from what I've heard, it feels better telling your friends about it. Yeah, either that or leaving a look a, a fine review. Christmas is is it? It's a time for giving. Yep, mm. and nothing would make you feel better than giving the gift of laughter. Wow, said in such a sad, <laughs> sad mean, kind of uh, <laughs> funeral esque way. Mm. Give the gift of laughter, laughter this holiday season. <laughs> Do you ever see the gif of that boy who won the spelling bee and the all the confetti yes. oh, is falling down on their classic. head? And he has no noticeable smile or expression. He laughed at this show. Mm-hmm. That's that's what happened. <laughs> Let's get into the reviews. <laughs> Review Asaurus Rex. <laughs> this one comes in from Patient Zero. Uh, it, oh, ooh, goodness. It's this a is long a, review. It's a long one. All right. It says, Andy is like Captain Kirk and Leonardo da Vinci combined. I don't know about that. He's got the cool and calm demeanor, says bigger and more intelligent words than the other two guys. No. And lets you know that we're going to get through this thing because he's sitting in that plump, 
imperialist <laughs> captain's chair, and he has the show under control. You're darn tootin'. Jason is what you get if <laughs> Bigfoot and Santa had a baby. <laughs> He's oh, loud, good. opinionated, but warm and cuddly on the inside. <laughs> Because I do not have the emotional stability to form my own opinions, I'm very thankful that I have Jason's noisy wisdom, noisy wisdom? to lead me and keep my life on track. I like that you're a hairier Santa. I like that they know how warm my insides are. <laughs> well, you're like, my, a, like, if I was stranded on Hoth, you'd be my Tauntaun. Well, here, look, they didn't, they didn't leave you out. Mike was not born. He was created. Somebody poured 70s laugh tracks and bad opinions <laughs> into a blender <laughs> and out plopped Mike. What? Mike has some of the most distinguishing, no, outlandish, no, and, not non- distinguishing. and nonsensical opinions. No, that says disgusting. Yeah. Who wrote this? Oh, that's even who, better. Wait, who wrote this fluff piece just propping you two up and then <laughs> saying that Mike has bad takes? Keep going. It, well, yeah, i got to keep going because it says it is sadly impressive how many Twitter surveys he has lost. However... Mike has the laughter of a baby angel. Oh, but his, that's a—that's not true. His laughter is beautiful, <laughs> contagious, and fills my appendix with joy. <laughs> I have cut and compiled all of Mike's laughter into a continuous Mike laugh track that helps me fall asleep at night. The single longest um, review ever read. Review ever read on this show. Thank you for that review. I want to know. So, if Jason's a, a baby. Made by Bigfoot and Santa. I want to know which one of those guys is uh, Bigfoot or Santa is loud and opinionated. Oh, that's Santa. Santa's real. Uh, He's loud. Well, I mean, think. Ho, 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 ho. All right, I walked into that. Yeah. Let's get into Would You Rather. Would you rather? Would you rather only be able to eat hot food or cold food for the rest of your natural life? Hot oh. or cold food? Gentlemen, deba- debate the merits. You can't take of- away half a- of my food from me. This is uh, the debate? If you can only have one or the other? I feel like this is taking a... Yes, a- Mike. Would you rather is a debate of which one you could have. <laughs> well, I under- Welcome to the show. I understand what we're doing, but I'm saying... You're it's, saying it's it, easy. It's hot food. It's not even close. Really? Not even a consideration. No cereal? No, no ice cream? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good, man. No uh, fresh glass of whatever? Well, that's drink, right? Yeah. I mean, you don't have to drink yeah. warm milk here, do you? Well, I assume yeah, enjoy you're... your cold cereal. It's cold food, hot food. What is it? You don't have to drink. I'm just saying you don't get a cold beverage. If you're only so eating it's like hot... room temperature. If you're only eating hot food for the rest of your life. No, it's a hot beverage. A hot... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. you get teas and coffees and Okay. Hot versus cold, yeah. Okay. So anything we're including drinking. Listen to that this. makes anything it a little that's bit more cold is in the cold category. Anything hot in the hot I category. I think the problem is that you're putting beverages into food. It's not a problem, Mike. It is a problem because someone says, Hey, would you like some food and beverage? They definitely separate them. I I think for the purpose of a compelling you're the, you're the worst. question, it should be food and beverage. You okay. have to have only That you, makes it more difficult. Yeah, I appreciate they you. said the reviewer said baby angel, I say baby devil. Mm. Mike, it's all the same. Run I've heard myself shoulder. laugh. It's not good. <laughs> I like your laugh. I, Thank you. I I feel like it's still hot. So the benefits. Let's let's talk about peak times when you would need a cold food or a hot food. I feel like the joy of a hot food when you need a hot food is greater. Oh, so much than greater. the joy of a cold food when you need a cold food. Now sometimes hot food is better cold. I like cold pizza. 
I like cold sure. chicken wings the next day. So you're day. okay with the transition from hot to cold on certain items. Yes, but I'm not eating a cold steak. But if you are in the middle of a, let's say you just walk through a desert, okay, for uh, you know three days, and you come out on the other end, having a cold bowl of ice cream is really not the same thing as like, I just trek through the snowy woods and have a hot bowl of soup. That hot bowl of soup is mm, better than that cold bowl of ice cream. Therefore, I vote hot food. It's not like what cold food? I guess if you're just living off of your leftovers there, Jay, but what mm-hmm. what is a great cold food? Well, we named cereal and ice cream, and I would say those are two of the top five foods. In then the then food cold groups. food has nothing to offer me. If that's in the top, yeah, that's in the top. And that's why I brought up the beverages, because I felt like a cool glass of something, you know, a cool glass of milk. Yeah, if I have to have glass hot of ice water with every meal, that's unfortunate. Enjoy but your it- bubbling, boiling orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is disgusting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've, look, never, it, I've never had hot orange juice. Because no it, one does. No. I mean, I've had lukewarm orange juice, but it never has, hot. It has to be hot. This, this, is, this is hot. I'm not leaving my steaks behind. No steak behind. <laughs> no steak behind. No, no snakes left behind either. Snake steaks? Uh, would you rather be on the run from King Kong or a Tyrannosaurus Rex? Ooh. Mm. Ooh. Well, this is, this is really a, a question that breaks down less to what would I like to be killed by least and more about ingenuity and hiding. Like, which animal is am I most likely to escape from, are we playing, hide from? Are we playing with Jurassic Park rules? Jurassic Park rules freeze, and the Because then I don't move. You. I don't actually have to run. They froze, and it didn't end well for them. No, no, it was great. For we, a minute. It, we, until the, the until uh, they flipped the light on. Until the lawyer ran into the bathroom. I yeah. feel like King Kong is, I mean, this is not a good situation. King Kong is smart. The T-Rex is dumb. Look. So I, I've been told by I Jurassic Park. I think the T-Rexes might have just eaten... Um, Vegetables. Yeah, that, yeah look I've at those. Heard teeth. that too. No way. There's also well, there's also the thought process that the T Rex is actually more of a scavenger. I mean, we've yeah. we've labeled him as the world's greatest we're predator taking, of all time. We're taking Jurassic Park T Rex. That's the T Rex right. we know and love. Okay. And I'll tell you this: I would rather uh, Ian Malcolm speaks differently about it. Yes. <laughs> I would rather King Kong than T Rex. For the exact opposite reason of what Andy said, he, I am more worried about how I'm going to die because I already know I'm dead. I'm, I'm you not, think you're going to die better at the hands of a giant ape than you will? That it, ape is going to sophisticated. That ape's going to ragdoll you around. That dinosaur will just bite my head off. Here's the thing: I would rather, I would and look. This is not a good like. I want one of these two, but I would rather be hit by a train than chewed up by a shark. And that's the way I see this. I feel like I feel like King Kong's just gonna give me one big whap with his big old fist into a building. I'm done. But no, he's gonna grab you and he's gonna carry you atop the Empire State Building where he holds you hostage. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot of terror there. I mean, you do have to go based on the history of what we know of actual but King Kong. But you want to know what he's not gonna do? He's not going to shred me in half with his teeth, and that's really <laughs> what's might. the biggest problem. You ever seen him shred someone in half with your teeth? I'm trying to re- remember. Who would you rather die with, Jeff Goldblum or Jack Black? Oh, Jack Black. Whoa, man, that's tough. Because Jack Black's in the King Kongs. That's tough. <laughs> and, and I mean, I would rather that's have Jeff King, Goldblum. That's the King Kong we're going with? Yeah, yeah. That one's bad. That is He's a really, really bad up. King Kong. In fairness, though, the new one? Also very bad. So <laughs> it's better though. 
I thought it was better. Have we run out of ideas? Is that the thing? We can't make up a new monster that's compelling enough. We want to bring the nostalgia of, of King Kong. No, I think it's just that giant monsters are always awesome. But eh. but he's saying like, why can't we come up with? A yeah, why wasn't it a an oversized you know other creature than a monkey? Brand recognition. King Kong's got. Yeah, he's got a great brand. And now we're back to my point. <laughs> yes. All right, so I'm taking King Kong. I would rather. I'm going T Rex. Those jaws are yeah, big I'm enough. Yeah, I'm T Rex. I'm I'm getting it over with. One bite. No, see, I'm getting it over with. You're not. You're the band aid that you slowly pick at. <laughs> like, T Rex is right off. Yes. Enjoy watching the no. bottom half of your body be removed. The band aid is removing each and every hair follicle from mm -hmm. your body. Mm -mm. Yeah, that monkey's having fun with you. Well, we're gonna All have right. to test this. Would you rather reverse one mistake you make every day, or be able to freeze time for one minute every day? Oh, so you do something, you make some mistake today, you always get a mulligan. You get one mulligan a day. That would be a very fun sitcom or television show because do you blow it? Do you blow the right. mulligan like when you, you took a spill, you fell over? We got a guy uh, here in the studio, went out to throw the, foot, <laughs> went out to throw the football <laughs> oh, the other day. awesome. We're all in our 30s, so we're super athletic. And we went out there, and two seconds in, he took a tumble. Throw me a pass. And yeah. as soon as he started jogging, he was on the pavement. And now he had an impressive fall. But you make a mistake in the morning. Maybe you spill a glass of milk and it's the glass is everywhere and the milk's everywhere. And you're like, man, do I use my mulligan right here? Or do I need oh, to save it? at the beginning it? of the day. Because what if something major happens? Yeah, and then at the end of three days in a row, you're like, man, I didn't even use it today. Yeah. I didn't even use my mulligan. I got to start using this whenever I can. And then what's going to happen is you, car you undo the... Oh, man, you went straight to I, car accident. I did. You took it up a notch. Oh, I'm sorry. I used my mulligan on spilled milk. I can't bring you back to life, Let's sir. See you. Stub my toe. I dropped the milk. Car accident. Car accident. You're dead. No mulligans. <laughs> goodness or be able to freeze time for one minute every day see that would be a cool party trick but like yeah i'm trying to think of the actual practicality and <laughs> a magic show the i'm only, over here but boom i'm over behind you the only thing that's popping into my head is you guys uh, i don't know if you saw it but it was i mean smash hit at the box office click with adam sandler I saw it on video. Did he, he could pause time? He had a remote. Yeah, he remote had a remote. Control. I mean, he had far more control than what we're talking about, but he did freeze time, and then he did cut just a real hot fart in this dude's <laughs> face, and it was very, very funny. So this is your Oh, he pinnacle? paused it and then farted yeah, in the face? Yeah, and it was like, for, look, my small, feeble mind, this is all I can come up with. <laughs> like, okay, I got 60 seconds. This is what I'm going to do. Man, so you What could else are you doing in 60 seconds with time frozen? Oh, I can open a lot of cash registers in that time. Sixty, yeah, I guess sixty, 60 seconds. seconds is more time than thief. you think. To be fair, if I've learned anything from the movies, it's that Nick Cage can steal a car in sixty seconds. He's gone. That's right. That's right. It's fact. That is a great documentary. <laughs> um, well, I see. I come back to now. Would it work on just like? We're big sports fans. We've got, you know, our, our our fantasy footballers podcast, and it's like, you know, we make a big adjustment on a guy. We make someone a start of the week, or and then this goes, well, sports betting? I mean, if I can undo a mulligan. Everything on this show always turns into, how I'm could gonna, I I'm going to do this for sports betting. Yeah. 
But you're right. But I mean, uh, clearly you got to go with the mulligan. A mistake was made. I bet my house, and it was the wrong call. Look, if we've established anything, it's that the range of these two options are fart in someone's face <laughs> or avoid death in a car accident. Here's, here's one the, in seventy-seven people die in a car accident. I just wanted to throw a quick rule for the death. mistake. You make the mistake, like it's sports betting, but you still don't actually know what the outcome will be. Right. You just know you got it wrong the first time. Right. And you don't remember what you did wrong. So I undo it, and I know not to bet that day. For the mulligan. Sure. So you basically win 100% of your bets as long as you bet once a day. Right. I just don't win every time. Yeah, you just don't win. You got to go on to the next day. You just place the biggest bet you can each day. I guess day. that was why, not why as hard is this, as I wanted it. We're just using... Which would you rather have for sports betting? <laughs> I know. All right. Let's give some life advice. Spitballers to the rescue. <laughs> Ellie from Twitter writes into the show. She says... Recently found out my husband thinks it's okay to go to a department store and try on clothes, buy the clothing racks rather than going into the fitting rooms. Is this acceptable? Help. Hmm. I need more information. What what this piece is a, of clothing are we talking about? This is a clear clothes off or clothes on situation. Because if you're putting a shirt over a shirt, right? I've done it. Shirt fits. I've done it. I'm proud, proud to say I've done that. Proud. I have, I have done the shirt off shirt on. Oh, really? Oh, yes. Out of a dressing room? Yes. With other people around, or were you like kind of I, I did a little peek around. So you make... did it in solitude on purpose? Yes. It wasn't like a willy-nilly, I'm unaware of my <laughs> it, surroundings. It wasn't Everybody. Black Friday, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to try on this sweater. <laughs> Check out this box. <laughs> now, did you take the shirt you tried on and put it back on the rack? Yes. Because you, you didn't buy it. Uh, well, I, I, I've done this a multitude of times. So I'm sure I've bought some. I put some now, back. I'm, I fully recognize that when you go to the fitting room, try something on, and then you you walk out with the stuff that, that is not laundered afterwards. that you don't want, and you give it to the the man or woman that's sitting there. I, I realize they just put it on the rack, but somehow that that gives me approval that like it's been cleaned or it is clean or oh, like but it hasn't. So you're telling me when I go try clothes on, uh oh, there's a chance I'm trying on clothes that someone else just tried on. Pit yes. on pit action, dirty butt. Wait. Wait. Well, if you do pants, you try on underwear, Mike. You take, no. you take your undies off. No, okay. not a dirty butt. I just I know the people out there, and there's dirty butts. And you, these people, even if you're not talking about underpants, just talking about pants. They got dirty underpants. I'm okay with that because I got underpants protecting me. <laughs> no, not from this dirty butt. What kind of dirty? All right, butts? moving on from dirty butts. I, do you guys find it like awkward to? Go to the fitting room or have the people sitting there. Other people in the fitting much, room. I am much more like I, I find it so much more awkward to go into the fitting area. I feel like the fitting area is 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 for women. I I, I feel like that. Not because not because of like, a, oh, you, like a chauvinist right. thing. But like, I feel like I don't like I'm not allowed. Belong. Yeah, I feel like like, you, you know, got to break that mold. Jay. I do. But I go back there and whenever there's the the, the unisex ones, right? Like. It's, oh, they don't separate them. There's just here's the area. That's a real thing. Oh yeah, like they, they normally have a male and female, don't they? Like uh, Old Navy, Old oh, Na the Old Navy by do? us. Sometimes some places do. Unisex some places is don't. if you're all by yourself in a single stall, but like in a in a group of stalls, they don't put men and women together. Yes. Yeah. Yes, no. Like like at 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 the Old Navy here, there's a central area where it doesn't matter if you're men, women. You're with huh. children, you you just there. There's a bunch of different rooms in the same area, and you go in and you try clothes on it. Hmm. And it's totally fine, but I feel like I'm the only guy there ever, and so it feels like I'm walking into the women's just, just oh, be proud. area. And I feel be proud. like, but 
are, would you be proud going into the women's restroom? Are you walking in there going, I'm no, proud to be here. I'm so it's, proud. It's clearly marked. <laughs> I know, but my the, point is. The dressing is, rooms are not marked. You're good, man. I feel like they, I, I feel like they might be going. What's he doing here? Exactly. He's uh, a man. Hey, he, what if they put a little sign up above that's like someone's here or no one's here? Because then you know. Well, you usually have the lock that just like the, the well, no, I mean, the bathroom. whole area. I want the whole area. Oh, up. it needs to if be. Anyone's in there. I'm just not interested in trying to unclose today. I got you. What if we solve this for all retail department stores? And we co- have you guys, you guys have gone to sporting events. You've seen the halftime show of the quick change. You yeah. Know where, yeah. And they always have the hoop. Oh. And they lift the hoop up. There's a curtain there. Right? Mm-hmm. Right. That'd be. And they just need to give these hoops out all over. And so wherever you are in the store, you lift the hoop up. You can't hold your own hoop up, bro. No, it's got to have like a little click. Like, you oh, know. I know. How about we take that hoop, make it a little bit bigger, put a door on it, well, from, and then call it a dressing room. That's a, that's that's a all, great idea. That's a good one, too. And you put them all in one area but, so yeah. everyone knows exactly where to go. But from what I understand <laughs> about these the hoops. the square hoop area. From what I understand about these hoops. You get to change clothes exceptionally fast. <laughs> as yeah, soon as you I've drop the it. hoop, you're changed. Well, they, if you do the hoop thing and you don't, you know, it's a small hoop. You got to give it like, it's a 10 second timer. That hoop's coming down no matter what you've got on or off <laughs> at the end of that 10 seconds. I am okay with uh, if, if for for guys top up, you can change yeah. in 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 line in not, not in line like checking out. <laughs> uh, just want to wear this out. I'm going to buy it. Um, but well, jackets are an obvious one, but then the shirt off shirt on thing, that's a little bit different. I go shirt over shirt. If I'm wearing a t-shirt, I yeah. can tell if it fits. If I put it over my shirt, mm. I need to feel it on my skin. So is this appropriate for Ellie? <laughs> is Ellie, uh, does she need to tell her husband it's acceptable? It's it, fine by me. I, well, I think other than the pants. Yeah. Pants. You might want a room for that. What yeah. if you eh, just. If you've got shorts on and you want to try on a pair of pants, can you pull the pants over the shorts? Sure thing. Okay. But that's going to feel the, terrible. You are buying ill-fitting pants. Though. Yes, that's true. You don't buy this extra, extra large cargoes? No, you're going you're gonna to have to be rocking some hammer jeans. <laughs> Mike. A person named Mike on the website, which well, is your sounds, name, Mike. Sounds like a smart person. We had people over for a potluck. Some of our friends needed to head out early and asked if they could take some pie to go. I said they could. <laughs> But on the way out, I noticed they took an entire uneaten pie. Oh, no. And whipped cream. Oh, well, you can't have pie without whipped cream. That part makes sense. We're not savages. Were they simply doing what I had already approved, or are they pie thieves? Oh, they're pie thieves, my friend. Oh, but they're... they're Here's the thing. At a lot of events, look, it's hard to plan. The, The hardest thing to do in the world is apparently plan how much food to make for an event, right? You make too little, make too much. I've been to lots of events where they made too much, and they always encourage people to take stuff home. No one ever does. Right. No, and then you're left with tons of extra food. You feel like you baked for no reason or cooked for no reason. This person's trying to take a real full pie approach to solving this problem by stealing. I I can do with unlimited leftovers, though. Like, I'll finish them. So but if you be, made a really nice pie, you'd want some people to have tried your pie. I, That's would, the I would want me to have tried that pie yeah, more Jay's than that. a selfish pie man. Yeah. I love pies but so much. But if you labor if you labored the whole day. See, I've have you been at the parties where people bring stuff for the potluck, but then something's a real popular treat 
Mm-hmm. And the other one's like nobody took a scoop of it and you feel bad for oh, that person. Oh, and then you do the pity scoop. The pity and you're scoop. Like, I see why nobody took a scoop. <laughs> and of you this. throw that. The pity scoop always ends with 90% of that on the plate that got thrown away. Oh, you're darn right. And then sometimes on the way to the garbage, I take another scoop to save others. I just put it on the plate, throw gotcha. it away, and then it looks like more people took it and less what people What if that was a job? Somebody gets hired to show up at Potlucks and just take a scoop of everything to, mm. so that everyone saves face. Oh, uh, I think I think you need uh, friends who can cook better. <laughs> I will say this: my eyes, my eyes have been opened by this by the uh, debate by this question. No, not necessarily the debate. Mm. The fact that I can bail out on a party. I mean, and take the food, and I but I can still get pie. Like, Wait, are you leaving early? I, like I gotta go. Can I, t- I am showing up in five minutes. I am out of there because. They I haven't even eaten pie yet. I don't want to be there. I, I feel like I have an obligation to go, but I know that if I go, I'm going to be able to get some pie. They but, said but, you could take but it. But now I get to not really be there and also enjoy the pie. I'm having my pie and eating it too, <laughs> alone. So in in <laughs> other words- is where I want to be. In other words, Mike just wants to eat pie alone mm-hmm. and now I, realizes he doesn't have to wait through to dessert, which is, by the way- that's the whole paradigm of the children's birthday party in a nutshell. Yeah. You show up, you've got to go through everything else to get to the cake and ice cream so you can leave. But now Mike may cut himself a slice <laughs> no, right no, when he oh, arrives at the cutting, birthday party. This, I, no cutting. Yeah, this question has opened the You're taking the, the birthday cake home? Oh, man, that's next Little level. Timmy? <laughs> take the whole can uncut I, birthday I, cake. I, can I, can I have some out. cake before I leave Because since I'm leaving early? Yes. Thank you, Scoop. <laughs> Goodbye. All the kids crying as you walk over them. They're sitting playing Duck, Duck, Goose. You don't even go around the circle. You're just over this line. I got to get out. Line. I got to get out of here. Hey, put yourself in this real person's shoes, though. Uh, here, Your I mean, friend just walked out with the whole pie. No, there's no. there's. You're a pie thief. They're 100% a pie thief, but they're like the white collar pie thief. <laughs> You have to just go, ah, they won. Yeah. They won this I'll round. I'll get you next time, yes. rabbit. I mean, that's just, that's awesome. I They are 100% pie thieves and 100% the winners of that conversation. There's nothing you can do. You can't so make they asked, amends. They asked for some pie to go, but maybe they said a pie to go. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I just hey, need a pie to go. That's on you, Mike. You got to get, you make sure that conjunction is the right one. Rules are rules. My wife and I both really want a pet. This, uh. Another life advice question. Problem is, she wants a cat and I want a dog. Neither of us want to budge. How oh. do we break the stalemate? Divorce. I mean, I, I'm, I'm... She a, wants a cat look, is one of the worst sentences in that I've ever heard. Yeah. I think we can all three agree now uh, that a lot of people like cats. They're all dumb, right? Right. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, nothing against... I'm trying not to... Nothing against cats or people, people but... Right, but people... If you are a cat or a person that likes cats, it's not... I just don't get it. I, I don't I don't, I don't get the cat Well, thing. the allergies are so fun on top of it all. I know that. That is the great tiebreaker. Look, if you want honest life advice, the wife wants a cat, you want a dog, it's simple. You just go, look, some people can't come over to our house ever again if we get a cat. There are people with dog allergies, though. Not, yeah, not 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 as severe as, as the like I can't come to your house. Like I, I literally had a friend group in high school, 
Now I'm deathly afraid. Uh, afraid. afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deathly allergic to cats. Also now afraid of them because of the allergy. Yep. Uh, and then they got a cat, and then I I wasn't their friend anymore because I couldn't go to the hangout. That sucks. It sucked big now, time, and I resented that cat like nobody's did business. You, did you ever think about like Zyrtec? Uh, that hadn't been invented yet. No joke. Okay, but it it, it does exist now. Right. Well, so that, that, this, I'm no longer. In you know high how school. expensive Zyrtec is. That's true. I do. Cause it my is son really. Has pro- it's a dollar a day if you want the Claritin, the Zyrtec. It's ridiculous. I don't think it's that cheap. Yeah, I think it's. I feel like no, no, that's do- like Claritin's a dollar a day. It's I mean, like you twenty five dollars a thirty a dose. tabs, twenty nine bucks, huh. and it's the most painful thing to purchase in the world. Yeah, because I don't have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> let let my kid deal with it. I'm sorry. I love you, kids. Um. Yeah. So look, how do you solve that? How do you break the stalemate? No pets. That's also another solid solution. No, oh, what you do. Pets are stupid. You get, oh, come on. Uh, yeah, Nobody you're likes not going to win this argument. They're, by comparison to humans. Mm. I don't even know about that. Yeah. There's a lot of humans uh, I don't want to be around. Pets, I never hear. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Maybe it's just because the, all the pet intangibles are very minor things. Like, oh, he cozied up on my leg tonight and I like having a pet. The only stories I hear about pets, as a non-pet owner now, now we have a bunch of like reptiles and birds and things, but as a non-dog cat owner, the only stories I ever hear about, my dog broke his leg, my dog pooped all over the floor, yeah. my cat hawked a loogie on my, uh, my arm in bed, I woke up in the middle of the night and the cat was clawing here, or I spilled, I slipped on the pee and can fell I, over. Can but I it's I like ask- a Yelp review, man, like... People aren't jumping on Yelp to be like, it oh, it was ex- so great. It's expensive. You're always covered in pee and poop. Can That's I ask the two you a things, question? Which is, I guess, like a baby. Andy, can I ask you a question? My youngest son, what is the most recent thing you know about him? Your youngest son? Oh, he vomited everywhere. There. That's right. So oh, you're saying I shouldn't, get rid have, of him. I shouldn't have kids. Of course you talk about the hardships at home. We're complainers by nature. <laughs> I mean, this is this, think about how much more complaining you get to do once you have a pet. I guess you never come in and say, well, Isaac, you know, he gave me a nice hug tonight. Right. It's the mostly, intangibles. He puked all over the place. Right. So you share war stories. Yeah. Yeah. So I, look, if, if you and if veterinarian she, bills, if yeah. she wants a cat and you want a dog, here's what I recommend. You both say yes. Cross you get breed. a cat. You get a dog. You make sure the dog is aggressive. Oh no! Literally, like my my thought I mean, was, problem. okay, oh, my god, you end up with a like, dog. You get both, <laughs> oh, and then you let god. him fight. <laughs> yeah. oh, Whichever thought- one survives, <laughs> we keep. I would thought you were gonna breed him. No weakness in this. Oh, I'd get cat dog. No, no, no. We do a, not. Rec- it's, it's we a do dat. not endorse animal fighting. It's a dat or a cog. No, it's cat. There's they made a cartoon about this cat dog. For okay. real? Yeah. Sounds like a terrible. Sounds like a half bad cartoon. <laughs> I don't really. Li- I didn't like that last question at all because all I do is feel like a bad person. First for alienating all the cat owners, and then all pet owners, mm. and then all parents. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you're mm. you're the worst. Let's do this instead. The Spitballers Draft. We don't even have a topic picked out. Say oh. There are two options down there, and I don't know which one we are doing. I think I do. I think we're going with the first option. Okay. Uh, I think we're doing the second option because we need to tell Mike, people we need to, t- we need to tell people what's going on with the Spitballers podcast. Yes. Okay. So okay. Think, right. That's fair. We got a couple weeks off here with the Christmas holiday. Yes. The, apologize to bear the possibly devastating news for you, but the Spitballers we will be off for the next two weeks as we 
take time to celebrate our pets uh, and our children and our children. And you sell Christmas is all about your pets. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Have you ever had a pet? Oh my gosh! <laughs> Look, <laughs> now we're taking some time off for the holidays. So uh, does that mean we are doing? Yes. All right. So we're doing best best Christmas movie. Yes. All I right. like it. Who's okay. got the first pick? I don't know. Is it? Um, what happened last week? We did the uh, the chips. I was on the turn. Oh, I think I was second. Did I? The first, I, I was, had the first chip pick. So Mike has the first. Oh, pick. Oh crap! So, so it's first? best Christmas movies draft. What better way to celebrate the holidays? And you know, man, what's the best Christmas movie of all time, Mike? Don't mess it up. Whew. I've yeah, got yeah. this plenty. Has so oh no, much there are, there are plenty. I just there are a clear two. And I don't want Jason to get the other one. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. So you... Uh, I, I feel like if you don't take what I think you're going to take, I, I'm, I don't know you. Because uh, the debate comes up all the time. These, the, the, the two for me are completely tied. And I, I will go like the, the balance is 51% to 49%. So I'm going to take the original. Well, it's not the original, I guess. I'm going to take Jim Carrey's. The Grinch that stole ah, Christmas. Okay, okay. Because that is that's my favorite Christmas movie. I can watch that in the middle of July. It's it, it's the, delightful. It gets funnier and funnier every time I when watch it. When it first came out, I was disappointed. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. Because as I've watched this movie a thousand times, it's great every time. The replay value is fantastic. Yep. Jim Carrey's fantastic. And can we agree to just refer to that as the Grinch, because the Grinch. sure, because the current The Grinch. Oh no, is well, yeah, but the OG The Grinch. That yes, that's why I was going to say it's Wait. not the original. The original is the cartoon. The original oh, cartoon sure. is incredible. Yeah, but I'm I'm just saying when when you've got a clear winner, which Stink. is Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Stank, stonk. Uh, all right. Well, then I'm going with the actual best pick, even though The Grinch is a great movie. There is no. I think this is worth more votes for you. Well, I mean, it's just the, the the greatest part about this pick is that it's both a vote getter, but it's also my absolute favorite. There's no second place. When you said it was between two, I went, "Oh shoot!" If he takes my number one, I don't know what my two is. Oh, you is. would you would not have taken the. Grinch? I would not. Well, I might have, but I'm definitely going with my man, my best friend. We've established Will Ferrell, his Christmas classic, Elf. It is great for adults it is great for children it is great for uh the heart for the belly <laughs> laughing it's just so so good and it's so christmasy there's no like uh, you know it's full-blown christmas all over <laughs> full-blown christmas it's fantastic now uh the dad who's the actor con james yeah, con james con this is, i mean this might be a complete aside but i feel like james con's a really mean man in real life uh, Do you, you know, get that feeling? If, if he's not, then um, that's it's really sad for him right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. He, I believe he's got plenty of uh, of of uh, public stories about the craziness of his life. Does he? Yeah. So I'm just going off of Elf. <laughs> yes, the documentary <laughs> Elf. I um, feel like I. All right, Andy. I'm up. thrilled with the opportunity to pick Die Hard as my first pick. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought Mike was going I with. I can't believe I got it. I mean, genuinely, when I, I even when Jason led into his with, this is genuinely my favorite Christmas movie, 
I just assume the words Die Hard were no, coming out. No, because it's next. not a. It's not. A, it is. That's. I just didn't want to get into the argument. <sighs> I know the argument is so. Is it a Christmas movie? Is yeah. it? A, is it not? It is one hundred percent a Christmas movie. Here's how it is, and here's how it isn't. I'll just lay out both sides. The way that it, as long is, as I have them on my team, the, I don't care. The way that it isn't is that it is not predominantly about Christmas. It's an action movie that takes place during Christmas. The season of Christmas does not really affect it too much. Here's how it is. If you look up, let's say you have got Apple TV, and you look up Christmas movies, it's in the list. And if it's, how can you argue against it then? It's like... It is so ingrained in the Christmas season now, and tradition. I haven't watched Die Hard. See, I've watched it every Christmas I watched it last Christmas Eve. I watched it every Christmas Eve. It's just so... uh, it's in the lore for me. So Die Hard's number one. Sure. And I have a pick that I would take to that I know will get back to me. Hmm. Therefore, I will not pick it yet. And I'm going to go with Home Alone. Ah, dang Home it. Alone, I love. It's excellent work there. Uh, Home Alone is wonderful. It is a an excellent Christmas movie. Oh, no. It is a family f- uh, fun movie. It is great. Die Hard and Home Alone, I feel like I was given the first and second picks in the draft. Uh, I, and I, I appreciate Elf. I never have. I've never seen the Jim Carrey Grinch. I'm embarrassed to say I've what? never seen it. Yep. It needs to happen this Christmas season. But Die Hard, Home Alone. See, the thing about your movies is I like them more as movies, but they don't bring me the, as much Christmas. They don't bring me as much Christmas joy, right? As, right. Like Grinch and I get Elf. It. I that, get it. That is exactly what I meant when I said about Elf. It's so fully Christmassy. It's yeah. it's not just one of those. Like there's another movie. I I'm thought not- it was more of a hard knocks tale about a boy that was adopted by a, another species. <laughs> there, there's another movie that I love that is in the same vein of Home Alone and and uh, Die Hard. That it takes place in Christmas, kind of tied to Christmas, but it's not a Christmas centric movie. We can might, vote. We've got the I clear might take voting that here. Last, well, I, I'm sure it would be allowed, but uh, but yeah, right now I still want to focus on my fully Christmas centric movies and look i took will ferrell in my best friend draft i took tim allen in my best oh papa draft uh tv show dads and i i'm taking the santa claus okay. the original it is so good when i watched that it explained so many things that i had always wondered about santa right like how does this work yes and it it answered it so many questions. It did solve a lot of problems. The it, like the, the 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 tiny pipes. I mean, the, look, there's there's homes. We live ex- in Arizona. We don't have chimneys. Exactly. How did that work? They now, figured out the pipe. You goes want, down the pipe, and then a chimney appears. You want to know how? You appears. go watch yeah. the Santa Claus. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. I am shocked over here because, uh, get your pandering ready, oh, ladies no. and gentlemen, because back to back. Oh wait, I'm writing down a, mo- uh, a movie that if anybody picks, I'm booing. It's just the worst. Go on, Mike. Okay, I'm just I'm taking someone that I think will get me some votes. Oh gosh. Uh National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Uh, as, as, outstanding. As yeah, solid. no, I know. But I'm saying like this is a this is a vote getter. This is uh one of the funniest movies of it's great. The Christmas time. I have it written down. Nightmare before Christmas. Okay. I'm taking some polarizing or a polarizing <laughs> pick, I guess. <laughs> I uh, all I could think of when you said that was like, wait. There's a Freddy Krueger movie with, like, Christmas? No, and, and if I left this draft without Nightmare Before Christmas, my son would... He not, loves it? He would not allow me to be home. Yes, my my youngest, uh, let's just say, 
Hot Topic is in his his future as gotcha. he gets older. Gotcha. Okay. He's into it. Uh, the Grinch, Christmas Vacation, Nightmare Before Christmas are your three. Jason back on the clock. Oh, and then I man. get to pick two in a row to close out my draft. This is getting really tough. We're we're down to where I'm I'm debating whether I stay in the full Christmas movies. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. You can't pick Braveheart. Man, you I, can take uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth. It's real good. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> people I'm, love that movie. I'm not Jason. going that old, but I am gonna go pretty old. And that movie. Here's the thing. Oh, I I watched this movie recently, just just like a week or two ago, with my kids, and my kids don't enjoy movies that aren't recent. They must get it from me. Like I always, I hated old movies. Whenever my parents would be like, "Oh, look at this old movie," I'm like, "Oh, that's a stupid movie. That's <laughs> terrible. It's so old. It's so old." Um, but this one held up. Like totally captivated my kids the whole movie through. It was great. It was funny. It's Jingle All the Way with oh, the Arnold classic Schwarzenegger. Down. Yeah. All right. And Sinbad. All yes, right. Arnold Schwarzenegger and, Sinbad. and Phil Hartman. Neither, oh, yeah. None of those in your dad draft, believe it or not. The, um, uh, the, the only part... Get to the sleigh! The only part I remember from that movie is, because it's, it's an inside joke between me and my friends, is when they're at the, the holiday parade mm-hmm. and they're watching the balloons go by... There's a cat in the hat, and there's this just this terribly delivered line by the child actor. He's like, "Cat in the hat, cool," and then high fives. And this movie is not good. Sorry, I'm, Jay. I've got back to back picks. I can tell you right now, if I had got to pick four in a row, you would have taken these. I four? would have taken my four. So I feel very fortunate. I have Die Hard and Home Alone. How old are these going to be? And then these two are a little bit older. And the they they, they encapsulate all of what you said about a pure Christmas movie. Okay. Number uh, my third pick is a Christmas story. Oh, that's yeah. the one I wrote down. That's just the worst. Oh. I know people love it, and I know it'll get votes. People watch it every Christmas. It is so overrated. I can't. I can't understand how people like that movie. Yeah, I feel like if you saw it as a kid, maybe there's nostalgia. You got that Red Rider BB gun. See, I didn't even have it as a kid. I watched it once I grew up, and I just loved it. Yeah, but you're from that time period. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so. And that's why I'm closing it out with, maybe it's maybe it's part of your nostalgia, maybe not. I don't care. But I watch all four of these every single year. So Die Hard, Home Alone, Christmas Story. And I always put on with the family. Oh, Cram- do it. Do Cram- it. Charlie Brown Christmas. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. A Charlie Brown Christmas. I don't care. Sometimes you want Talk Bruce about Willis. overrated. Sometimes, goodness, you want to feel like a kid again, and nothing makes me feel like a kid again than watching something I watched when I was a little kid. And that that would be like the cartoon Grinch. That would be like Frosty the Snowman, Claymation, and then it also fits in with Charlie Brown Christmas. Lin- oh. Linus killing it on the keys. Come on, that is, I mean that is an ex- that is excellent work here for you. We all know who we are. And those are two very you picks. Um, I'm surprised it wasn't Wonderful Life, to be quite that honest. Is, I did think about it. Uh, yeah. I mean, Wonderful Life, uh, the original Frosty. Uh, but I'm going I'm going to go with the, like, this is not going to get me the picks. This is one of my favorite movies of all time, Christmas or otherwise, because 
Wow. I'm, I'm yeah, it's probably top 15 all-time movies for me. And this is the one earlier where I was like, man, do I do I want to go like all Christmassy? This takes place in Christmas. It's in every Christmas movie list because it is tied into it, but it's not exclusively. It's it's a it's one of it's one of if not the best rom-coms to me of all time. It's Love Actually. Love Actually is a perfect movie for the genre. I I mean I mean it's it's No no, no. I just I, I want to highlight really that you chose Love Actually over It's a Wonderful Life. I just want that to be said out loud. It's a Wonderful Life is a movie I've never seen once in my wonderful life. You're not missing anything. That's what I assumed. It's old. You're like, you know it's real good Citizen Kane. No, the best no, movie no, of all time. It's not. It's singing look, in the rain a Christmas movie. The, tr- <laughs> the truth of the matter is it's all about a what Charlie you a- Chaplin's Christmas. What you as- <laughs> Sorry, go on. What you associate with Christmas. Oh. I mean the olden I days. wouldn't have chosen yeah, Jingle being, All the Way, but being yeah. bored to literal death is not what I associate with Christmas. All right, I'm gonna. Th- I don't think I'm winning this draft, but I love my movies. I would. Yours watch- is more like an ADHD Christmas, Jake. Yeah, well, yes. If there was a movie called an ADHD Christmas, you'd be about it. I would have directed it. All right, it will not shock me in the least if you guys have not actually seen this particular version, but this is the one I grew up with, Krampus. <laughs> No, if you for those that listen to the footballers, they're fully expecting a Krampus pick from me, but it's not happening. It's Mickey's Christmas Carol. It is my favorite version of the story where where Scrooge McDuck is actually Ebenezer Scrooge. It's a fantastic, fantastic rendition of the classic Christmas Carol story. I my favorite is is Scrooge of the with the Bill Murray movie. Yeah, the Bill Murray. I I, I like that that version. I, it was in consideration here for my last pick. But you went with Love Actually. Have either? Do you, yes, have you I've seen, seen it? it. Yes, yeah, yeah. Mike is. I've avoided. Were you in uh, love avoided. with Karen Knightley at the time when you first saw that movie? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe? I, pl- I plead the fifth. All sir. right, Mike's picks the original. Or I'm sorry, Jim Carrey's The yes. Grinch, Christmas Vacation, solid pick. Nightmare Before Christmas, of course, and then Mickey's Christmas Carol. Jason took Elf, The he- Santa Claus, Jingle All the Way, and Love. Actually, wow, started strong. Die Hard, <laughs> Home Alone, A Christmas Story, and Charlie Brown Christmas are my four Christmas uh, movies. And you can vote for all these on our Twitter at Spitballers Pod. I look forward to battling you in this one, Andy. Um, I look forward to battling you as well, Mike. <laughs> I really respect the last two times we've done drafts because we did the chip draft and you took some solid chip yeah. picks. I Christmas Vacation, wonderful selection. I uh, I respect you as a person. You you as well. You did very very well. Uh, hey, wait. What'd you guys learn today? How how about me, guys? Um, how do you think about my picks? Your picks are fine. Mm. I I got second place in the chips draft. Did you? I did. Did I win? You did. All right. I think uh, Ruffles replied. To I that won one. the best TV deads though. Going away. <sighs> well, like the review said, I never win these anyways, and I don't care. They're dumb. <laughs> Uh, what I learned today was that uh, Mike will take his shirt off in the middle of a store <laughs> to change clothing because he needs to feel the shirt on his skin. Yes. And I learned that Jason would like a society in which we have the ability to quick change at any time due to a loop. Or what did you call it? A, uh, a hoop. A hoop. A magic hoop. 
Not a loop, a hoop uh, that you can pull up and change clothes at any moment. That'd be awesome. And I learned that I've been doing parties all wrong my entire life. <laughs> oh. You gotta take those pies in and out with the pie. Don't forget the whipped cream. <laughs> thank, thank you. Have a wonderful holiday season, yes. and we will see you in a couple of weeks. And we will miss you. Go listen to the archive if you need to. Goodbye. We love you all. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply.